This episode of The Instance is brought to you by Simple Contacts, an easy and convenient way to renew your contact lenses, prescription, or reorder your contacts from anywhere within minutes. Get $30 off your contact lenses by visiting simplecontacts.com slash wow or entering the promo code wow. And thanks to Audible for supporting The Instance. For a free audiobook with a 30-day free trial, go to audible.com slash wow or text wow to 500 500. When I'm not busy making faces at the humans, I'm listening to The Instance Alliance Pigs. <laughs> The World of Warcraft podcast, so you don't have to. This is the instance. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the instance. This is episode 516 of the show. It is March 2nd, 2018. A brand new month and a brand new dad. That's right. Patrick Beja, back from his extended, fatherly, weird European leave. And he's, and he's Wait, with what, us again. Why is it weird? Well, it's, it's not weird. It's, uh, I'm jealous because over here we're not as, we're not as cool about dads taking off forever uh, to take care of their kids, which I'm actually a big proponent of. And uh, when I was, so when I was, you know, a, a working man and I had uh, my kids... They, uh, I got hardly any time off. In fact, I, I think I got maybe a day or two, and then you know Kim oh, had time that's off. Terrible. Yeah, it was terrible. Freaking sucked. It was stupid. So I'm with you. I, I pledge my allegiance to to your socialist <laughs> Be ideals. Be careful now. Be careful now, Scott. <laughs> you still have to live in the U.S. There might be repercussions. That's a good point. Anyway, congratulations and welcome back. I thank you. I hope it went thank well. You. It's funny, you know. Ironically, you told me this before the show, and this surprises me. But despite the fact that you've had a brand new baby, drooling baby, baby, uh, that takes a lot of attention. You know, everybody needs to sort of make sure he's safe and well and eating and, you know, warm and all those things. You've still had time to play video games, which is which is great to hear. Uh, so yeah, I mean, he's he when he, whenever he sleeps, uh, the thing is, the problem is uh, he has two modes, uh, either sleeping on one of his parents he can't he doesn't really sleep anywhere else sometimes in, during the night he does in his bed but he can't fall asleep during the day if it's he's not on one of us mm -hmm. um so that's one mode and the other mode is uh screaming like a banshee <laughs> so we kind of prefer the first one yeah. and uh, when he does that then i have time to play some video games and thankfully even though he doesn't sleep as much as regular babies for some reason <laughs> um he does sleep quite a bit and babies do sleep quite a bit so yeah. i managed to play a number of games uh including some overwatch and some world of warcraft oh and, uh, there's cool stuff happening there yeah i heard there's a i heard you cracked open the beta even or the alpha i guess it is right now that we're in yeah i just launched it to realize that it was basically at that point just the blizzcon build yeah and i was like i've i've seen this this is i was like old Hashtag old. Yeah, and, I mean, there's a few, uh, and, and there's a few extra stuff. things in there. Like there's, yeah, and and they've added a lot of stuff now. So. Sure, but I'm that way too with my alphas. Get in, go. Oh look, and then get out. I can't. I don't want to blow it. I don't want to see it all, and I don't even want to see some close to release beta. So much. Uh, I'm a terrible tester, is what I'm saying. Uh, Blizzard, <laughs> Blizzard is always so, so very kind to send me beta or alpha access to games like World of Warcraft, but those are the games I least want to spoil for myself. Until the day and I the can thing really is, play them. You yeah. know what the irony is? Is mm -hmm. if you don't get into the beta, you're like, what What do you mean I don't get into the beta? I'm, I'm Scott Johnson from the instance. They didn't want to invite me. Well, yeah. bad, we're fine. And yeah. then they invite you. Yeah. They're like, I don't want to play this. Whatever. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to play spoil myself i know what kind of so. two-faced freaking harvey dent type of guy am i that's really the question yeah i'm the same i'm the same like if i if i when people were getting into the the alpha yeah i was like what, what are they gonna invite me like is it is this gonna am i am i part of the the plebeians now or do i do i get special uh, people access yeah i guess yeah ultimately i did and i'm happy about that and just for that i'm gonna launch it because they might be listening, so I want to assure them 
that I'm getting great value out of that uh, invitation. Yes. Well, it's it's wonderful to have you back. Yeah, some people in the chat room, in fact, saying Roker Roker how do you say that name? Says, man, I missed Patrick. Oh, that's so nice. Aww. Now, thank you. Yeah, that's very kind. Now, here's the deal. Uh, Terpster may still join us. It depends, sort of, on a. Um, he's they're having a big snow, I guess, in London. Which is meaning like an inch and a half. Yeah, like you know, it's like when the South here gets snow, they all act like the world's ending. It's a little bit like that. Uh, but anyway, they don't know what to do with themselves, so things everything's delayed. Uh, he had a thing in London, and trying to get back and forth and all that is not working out. So he will probably not be here today. Um, but uh, if he does, he's he'll just pop in, and we'll see him. I ju- I just want to say, you know, there are some. Uh, co-hosts that are willing to go the extra mile, even though they might have uh, family obligations uh-huh. and children that are screaming in the in the next room, <laughs> and some just decide to go on like business in London <laughs> and Fancy, uh, yeah. pretend that they're uh, held back by by uh, a few uh, little inches of snow. Yeah, so a couple fl- a couple flakes of condensated, but no, that's not a word. Uh, what do you call it when snow is snow and not water? What's it I don't called? know, but the baby's actually screaming. <laughs> no, I don't even hear. I don't hear him at all. He's he's got a quiet. Okay, story. excellent. It's- Great podcasting setup. It's okay. You can keep screaming. Fine. <laughs> Wait, is it because you got a good mic that like drowns out sound outside of your face or what? Uh, well, it's the same as everyone. It's the oh, hail PR forty. Using the PR forty. What are you? Just like everyone else. Just kidding. That's a great mic. I have one too. It's right here. Talking talking into it right now. Anyway, hey, uh-huh. uh, this has uh, all been well and good. We've caught, <laughs> we've caught up. We've uh, become re-familiarized with Patrick after his uh, his uh, you know not being here. So now there's only this left to do. Uh, we got to talk about this Zandalari Druid Moonkin form. Can we do that for you mean first? The stuff of Wow Nightmares yeah, is well, what you're talking about. Yeah, that's the one. Um, I'll put an image up here on the screen for the chat just in case somebody hasn't seen this this freaking horrid uh, mistake of nature. So, I mean, we knew we were going to get like sub races we're going to get, uh, allied races rather, we're going to get, uh, you know, all the forms and all the stuff that you would normally get with any other race uh, and the differentiation between them and so on. So, you know, your, your druid bears... Uh, Sorry, your druid bear form for a uh, 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 Torrens always got the horns there, you know, and you got uh, something else going on there for or I guess you got tusks on the on the version for the for the other trolls. And, you know, you expect this. What nobody expected was. A moonkin that looks more like a buzzard who needs a sandwich. Like, look at that thing, dude. <laughs> it's kind of a human humanoid uh, like pterodactyl. But it has the troll tusks coming out of its of its, its and it's like super dinosaur winged, like with um, oh, how do you call them? The the things on the wings. Uh, what what do you call that? The feathers. Feather, that's what I meant. Yeah, that's a- uh, like it's a feathered pterodactyl with tusks and a humanoid form. It looks extremely weird uh, mm. and like something that would attack you in a horror movie. Would you call it? <clears throat> I mean, if you're going to be a Zandalari troll, like. I'm going to be. I, I, I think it's one. appropriate. I think it per- it's perfect. Okay, for the that was my question. Because a lot of people are saying, well, no, this is just bad and weird and not good and it doesn't look good. But I think it matches up with, with oh, yeah. the Zandalari. I, I mean, they could have gone a, a few different ways, but I think this is the kind of aesthetic that we expect from those trolls. I think. I mean, they have dinosaurs everywhere on the island and all of that. So mm-hmm. I think it works. But um, it's just weird. It's, you know, but on the other hand, um, you know, you horde people have weird stuff all over. So I don't think <laughs> we should be too surprised by this one. You have walking and talking cows. You have like those despicable goblin types. Mm-hmm. You have like a number of, of different weird things in your in your horde. So I think this is appropriate. Yeah. But look, you've got blue goat men. All right. So no, you can't. You got no room over there to be throwing the shade. Well, the- I mean, I'm not so much bothered by the like goat hooves as much as the like Cthulhu, Cthulhu tentacles on those goat men. But yeah, sure, <laughs> it's true. I agree. Those are they're, they're plotting something. I mean, we're gonna find out at some point that they they have some ill intent somewhere in the back of their 
mind. Yeah, but, they're, uh, yeah. They're, in, they're old gods, but just split up into a whole bunch of little blue versions of, of, of an old mm-hmm. god. Uh, here's my thinking, though, with this uh, uh, creature. This is my, my first take when I saw it was, uh, and I didn't know have any context. I just saw this image and somebody freaking out on Twitter and went, oh, what is this? This is horrible. And they didn't label it. So what I thought it was was another mount. I thought this was a mount, but for some <laughs> reason it was standing. Because <laughs> look at it. It looks like a mount, but on its two feet. I mean, on all fours, it could definitely be a mount. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> if, if that thing leaned over and put its claw hands on the ground, You'd say, uh-huh. oh, you'd say, where's the saddle? I'm supposed to ride that. That's what you'd do. It's a straight up freaking, so, it's yeah. a damn mount is what this is. Uh, okay. I, I, Since you're bringing up mounts, uh, <laughs> well, I, I can talk about it afterwards when we're done with the weird pterodactyl things. Yeah. I'm fine with this because here's, uh, so in all seriousness, I don't like the boomkin form, the, the regular old moonkin form that we have now. I hate it. It just looks like a... Well, the boom, boomkins have always been kind of terrible. They're kind so. of terrible. They look like my uncle covered in feathers. It's not cool. It just looks like a fat guy <laughs> casting light. All right? Now, I get that, that that's maybe... Uh, some people are into it, whatever. There's a reason it dances like Chris Farley. Like, it's it's a kind of a joke, in my opinion. It's fine. It is what it is. I love that they gave us that ability to not have that show. Uh, in when you're in uh, the other... Now, who am I thinking of? My uh, my druid does this. So I, well, I can't remember the thing you do to make it go away. Maybe it's a, I don't know what it is. Something. Anyway, there's a way to make it so you never have to be in moonkin form. You just kind of look transparent and Yeah, it's, and a, it's a glyph. Yeah, it's a glyph. That's what it is, a glyph. The one I use, uh, yeah. That's what I use as well. Because I don't want to look at that big dumb turkey. It's dumb. This I don't mind maybe so much because it's at least weird and new and there's probably some cool animation which we haven't seen yet and all of that. Uh, of mm. course, this stands upright like the Zandalaris do as well. So, uh, good posture all around. <laughs> um, anyway, that's been the big talk this week. I mean, uh, if if you're going to rate the last couple of weeks in, in uh, overall WoW output, most of it has been, you know, tweaks to the server. And then this! Like, these are the two things. Well, that's all there is. There's the seething shore, and there's lots of info from the alpha, actually. Have you... I, I sent you a link to the... Um, to the frog mount. Did you oh, see the frog mount? No. Hold on. Let's have a look together, chat. Here's the frog mount Patrick just told me about. Oh, 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 no, I did see this. Wait. I did see this. This is awesome. This is the greatest mount of all time, perhaps. Right? Yeah. I really like that one. Yeah. I think I'm... Oh. Yeah, this might be... This, this is probably the best mount ever made by any video game company <laughs> in the history of the world. I mean, look at that. Okay, thing. I wouldn't go that far, but look yes, at that really thing. Cool. Look at the leather, like that weird leather array of like rings and leather that 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 makes the strapping for it. It's just, it's awesome. Look yeah, at, look at that thing. Yeah, and the, the, the next link is animated. Just go to the next link, and and you can see it go like whoop, whoop. it's oh, it's oh kind of weird but cool. Oh, there's one. Can I see it on its own? Yes. Yeah, there he is jumping. Ooh, it's kind of gross. I'm into it. But. Like the last one, go go to the last one on the, the no, the other picture. Oh, um, right, the on. one on the right. Hold on, here we you go. can just see it. Oh, here uh, it is, just kind of gesticulating. Stationary. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Here he is. Whoops, I didn't mean to get out of it. So I like those ones. There are parrot mounts. There's hyena mounts. There's a bunch of stuff. Um, but yeah, it's all good like stuff. It. All of it's good. Like everything they're showing that they're putting into this thing, everything that's showing up in the alpha, it's a strong showing. But Zandalari uh, Boomkin form, that dominated the news. Uh, but anyway, there's some other stuff going on. Of course, the Seething Shore is out 10v10. Uh, as here's their exact text. I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna have some music with this too. How about this? Uh, this ooh, is Al Gore. Are you gonna no. do a dramatic reading? Yeah, uh, yes. Let's see. I gotta find a. Okay, here we go. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know how dramatic it'll be. I'm not like Terpster. He's weird. But anyway. Oh, I can do it. All right. I can do it. Read it. Go. Azeroth has been dealt a terrible blow. Her wound is grave and a powerful new substance known as Azerite has been seen seeping up to the surface. Wait, wait, wait. Why are you why are you a why are you a South African vampire? Why is that happening? Hey, you can't tell me what I am. All right, fine. I, I decide what I All am, right, and I going. decide that I am one of the, uh, I don't know, something. All right, keep, going. I keep going. Yes, please keep it? going. No, I want more. 
Okay. As hostilities between the Horde and Alliance reignite, both factions recognize Azerite's potential to turn the coming battle in their favor. Located on an island near Silithus, the seething shore challenges teams to compete for control of Azerite nodes. Three nodes are active at any given time, and the first team to collect 1,500 Azerite claims victory. To succeed, you'll need team coordination to lock down control of the various nodes across the island and while keeping a keen eye on the sky for additional power-ups that could give your team the edge you need take part in the special preview brawl beginning (laughs) february 27 before (laughs) it goes live on the normal battleground rotation on march 6th ah very nice So it's basically a brawl right now and uh, it's going live in a few days and yeah. it's really cool. It is surprisingly cool. I've heard good things. I've not seen it myself yet, but heard it's pretty good. And well done on the reading. Uh, you want to suck Thank our blood you. is what it sounded like there at the end. Uh-huh. Uh, um, so yeah. the, the the really cool thing is that it's incredibly dynamic because uh, you, you're, first of all, you drop on the map, uh, basically PUBG style. You're in the, the, the flying uh, ships and you jump off and uh, you have the parachute that opens up like five meters from the ground. And that's kind of funny already. You decide where you're going to jump off, uh, jump off uh, from the ship once the battleground Cle- starts. Clearly a, uh, a a nod to PUBG, right? Wouldn't you say? It right. has to be, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a nod. It's not like, oh, they're making PUBG and WoW. It's no, just no. A, a little nod. Right. Uh, but it also serve a fun- serves a function because you can't actually drop whenever you want. You know, you decide where you drop on the map. Right. Um, the other thing is the nodes pop up three at a time. Um, well, there can be three on the map at one time. And they take a little bit of time to actually become the nodes that you can mine. It's maybe, I don't know, 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. So people are rushing to the uh, uh, node that just appeared. And then you have to channel mining for about, I don't know, five to 10 seconds. So you can gather the resource and it gives you 100 points. And when the first uh, the first one to get to 1500 wins the battleground. Mm. The cool thing is that those nodes have like 15 different spawn points possible on the map, but you never really know where the next one is going to pop up. And so it becomes incredibly dynamic where you have to decide where to go at one point, at what point with which team members and all of this. It, uh, it's the the points aren't as fixed as in the other battlegrounds so it's very a, a lot more um random and and snap decision making kind of thing hmm. um i i really like it i think it's uh, a a really interesting take on the battleground in the game and uh it's surprisingly fun has the is it been a while since we've had i don't remember when the last battleground was like new one i think we got arenas for uh the last expansions but the last battleground must have been uh mists you know the cut morgu cut i can't remember but the power stone oh, things yeah i think so. that's right that's a long time ago so i'm i'm all for this let's get it in there pub wow that's it pub wow we're gonna call it from now on pub mm-hmm. wow uh seething shore try it get in there give it a shot and like they said not going to be in the full rotation until march 6th does that date mean anything else like is that a hint toward any other kind of anything probably not well uh march 6 is uh six three if you add six and three you get nine which means uh the expansion is the ninth expansion and so that's the release date oh my god oh geez oh i forgot you guys do date six three 2018 that's how you do it because we're not weird. Well, why, why do we do it the other way? I'm not. I'm not saying you're wrong, but what what's up with us? What's why do we do the Actually, th- month first? You know, I think it might work better with doing it the other way around. Because if you want to or- order your files, yeah, no, doing it. Wait, how do we do it? We do the month first, right? You do the. We do year month. No, 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 no. We do month. We do month day year. You guys go. D- wait, you guys go day month year. <laughs> 
oh, right, we go day, month, year, which yeah. is weird if you want to, you know, like order the files and you name the files with the date in the name file, in yeah. the file name, yeah. and then you want to order it and it doesn't really work. So I like your way better, actually, for yeah. once. I kind of do too, but I like mush potatoes in the chat room suggestion. The best way is year, month, day. We should all settle on that. That's pretty good. Yes, I agree. Because that, that is <clears throat> that makes sorting easier, like file mm -hmm. sorting, like you were talking about. Uh, it also just it makes sense. You do the big chunk of time, the smaller chunk of time, and the little chunk of time. Why are I we agree. not doing that? Come on, America. <laughs> also, and um, yeah. the, well, you, you can't get to the metric system, so one battle at a time. I am all build, listen. I want to make this clear for one more time because I have to bring this up all the time. I am fully in on the metric system. The only one that gives me pause or screws me up or I don't know it very well is temperatures. That's it. Everything else, I, every day I work on projects that are 100% millimeters, meters, centimeters. Like measurement-wise, I am already with you, man. F inches. F them right back to Imperial England. <laughs> don't care about them. But millimeters, I'm all about the millimeters. Bring me the M&Ms. I'm good. All right. Okay. <laughs> also, um, I, I just let you have that one. Um, uh, the uh, Battle for Azeroth is the seventh expansion. I'm sorry, I said na ninth. It was in the heat of the moment. I apologize. It was a mistake. No, it's fine. It uh, does feel like we're further, further in, though, doesn't it? It feels like nine would have been a normal number, but yeah, you're right. Seventh expansion total. How many? So that means, let's see, when do we get 10? Because that'll be a big celebration. How many years? That's a lot of years. I don't want to think about well, that. Well, we're at the seventh now, uh, so we need three more. It's usually one every two years, more or less. Yeah. So two, th six years, let's say 20... Mm, 2020... 25? 2025. Well, let's say 2023, because it might be a little bit shorter. Yeah. Well, that's weird to think about. All right. I don't want to think about it. So we're going to move no, on. No, let's not. Yeah, let's move on. Um, anyway, get in there. The brawl I mean, begins the I mean, the 27th. game will be 20 years old at that point. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good day. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Don't. What? <laughs> what? That is mind-blowing. <laughs> Yesterday, somebody told me Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure was 29 years old, and I just didn't believe him. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, how's that even a and thing? the thing is, yeah. when you think about the, the length of time that has, um, you know, that has been between Bill and Ted and Wow. Yeah, like that was really long, yeah. and it it turns out that it's now a lot longer between Wow and now than it was between Bill and Ted and well, not a lot, but yeah, yeah. I don't like any of this. This is all bad. Hey, you guys! Quick conversation about Audible. Audiobooks are great for helping you be a better you. For our audience, Audible is offering a free audiobook with a three, sorry, 30-day free trial. And if you want to listen to it, Audible's got it. Doesn't matter what kind of books you're looking for. Just go to audible.com slash wow or text wow to 500-500 and browse their unmatched selection of audio content. Download a title for free and start listening. It's that easy. Whether you want to feel healthier, get motivated, learn something new, Audible's got an audiobook for that. It's not all just, you know, fantasy and science fiction for some of us. I mean, I'm into that, but there's a whole lot more to be found there. I've been listening to Audible for a long time, and in fact, my most recent uh, book was uh, utterly fantastic. It was the latest in the uh, Expanse series of novels which I first found uh, on TV and went, oh, I like this. What are these books about? And immediately started getting the books, and they're great on Audible. You can check those out as well. James S. James S. A. Corey killing it over there with the Audible versions of those books. Uh, here's what I want you to do. Speed control. Oh, by the way, check this out. Speed control. Listen faster or slower. Narration at the speed that suits you. I forgot they added this. This is the coolest feature. So everyone's always saying, hey, sometimes we listen to your podcast and we listen to it a little faster So because I only got so much of a commute or whatever. Now you can do that with Audible. You can do it with your books. Oh. The syncing features are awesome, too. It's also good. Anyway, here's what I want you to do. Get a free audiobook with a 30-day free trial at audible.com slash wow or text wow to 500-500. That's audible.com, A-U-D-I-B-L-E.com slash wow. Or text WOW to 500-500. Do it today.
moving on. Duncan Jones spilled the beans on how hard it was to make the Warcraft film. Uh, you know, that movie suffered from a few things, mostly negative reviews, and uh, didn't do so well at the box. Obviously, it's not in the States. did okay overseas. Uh, doesn't seem like <clears throat> a sequel is planned, at least uh, in the near future, and it doesn't seem like he would be tied to it. And he got asked some questions in an interview, talked a lot about what it uh, took to get the thing made, uh, what it was like to work with a major studio on the project, Blizzard being a factor in there that's a little unusual in that they are, you know, they're always very careful about their IPs. And so a little bit of politics there. Um, but here's what he said. I just thought it was interesting. He says, Warcraft was a political minefield as far as filmmaking goes. And I think a lot of the rewriting in that over the course of making the movie was really, really difficult and at times disheartening. Just being forced to make changes and compromises just due to the politics and nature of that film. So that was a real heart wrencher. But I've uh, learned a lot and become more mature and been able to deal with these kinds of situations because I've been through it now. But at the time, that felt pretty traumatic. And you got to remember, Duncan Jones is coming off of, what was it? Uh, he did Moon and then he did uh, the one with... Uh, ah. The one with Jake Gyllenhaal on the train, and he yeah, the the train one, uh, my uh, the signal, signal the monkey, bottom out chicken fart, uh, source code, source code. That's it. That was close. Uh, they uh, so all he had done these is relatively small movies, smaller budgets, that sort of thing. Hadn't really butted up against the monster that is big politics at a major movie studio. And then he goes on to say it was mainly uh, studio politics. You know, Legendary had an incredible, turbulent period while we were making Warcraft. They were associated with Warner Brothers. They left Warner Brothers. They joined Universal. They were sold to Wanda, this Chinese conglomerate. They lost or replaced a number of their producing staff halfway through our movie. Uh, he says, at the time, or at the same time as all of that, we were also working with Blizzard, who understandably were very careful about what was happening with the movie because their bread and butter was the game Warcraft, which was bringing in a billion dollars a year for them. So whatever we did with the movie was likely to be small potatoes compared to how important the game was for them. So it was really very active political landscape. I think I learned a lot from that experience, and if I ever put myself in that situation again, even though I went in with eyes open, I am a lot wiser now. Uh, I like his attitude, but also it's interesting. And this is kind of the feeling I had. Kind of, I don't know, after the initial announcements and the excitement of the Warcraft movie, it did. you started to get this feeling that, oh, yeah, this is Hollywood, and things are weird here. And you're talking about, you know, potentially hundreds of millions of, of dollars in in costs, and it starts to just get weird, you know? So if you liked Warcraft, thumbs up. I enjoyed it fine for what it was, but there was always a sense that this could have been something really great, and, uh, and, it, and it was hard to tell why it was being held back. Um, so I don't know. just thought that was interesting. Patrick, any... any any uh, thoughts about the? We're we're far enough away. What was that? Twenty sixteen. We're far enough away from the the movie uh, that you probably have an opinion about it now. Was that twenty fifteen? Twenty sixteen. I've always had an opinion. Yeah. About you, the movie. Well, I mean, um, not that, but I mean, like in in retrospect, like, and given what we know from him, like, I don't know. Where? where, where how do you feel no. about it? Was it a mistake? Should they have never made one? Should they have? What should they have done? No, I mean, I, I'm kind of like you. I like the movie fine for what it is. I think it's not a great movie, but it, it's, if you're a Warcraft fan, and you're, it's probably going to provide you with a, a good amount of entertainment. I think the critics were overly and ridiculously harsh with it, and that that was not deserved. Um, regarding what Jones is saying now, um, I'm sure the politics side of it were horrendous. What I can speak to is how Blizzard manages these kinds of things. I was... Uh, and. I don't know who was involved with the movie. I'm guessing top-level executives like storytelling, art department kind of people. Um, none of us were involved with it. But from what we usually did with other projects, Blizzard always tried to have a lot of control over the quality of the final product for mm -hmm. every partner, everything we worked with. Um, there was always a lot of, uh, you know, I don't want to say control, but at least check from Blizzard because... There's this. I don't know if you're, if you know that story about uh, Morheim's experience with giving publishing away to a company for European uh, releases of some of the early games. No, um, I'm very interested in that. When uh, what happened there? So, 
this is, I mean, it's public knowledge, but the, the, something happened with the manual where uh, the publisher translated the manual, but they had this uh, protection system where they would ask you a word from page whatever, you know, the fifth word of the second paragraph and the third line. Yeah. What word is it? it in order to make sure that you had the manual and that it wasn't a pirated game? Um, and apparently the publisher that handled that for some of the European countries didn't translate it pr properly or didn't translate. Uh, they didn't tell them that that's, that was going to be changed and some people couldn't get into the game because they didn't have the proper word to give to the game. Right. Uh, something to that extent. And so from then on, Moheim was like, well, F this, we're going to do everything ourselves. And I think that permeates still to this day where Blizzard really wants to make sure that everything is done up to the standard of quality that they want for their own games. Right. So they're not the kind of company that gives away a project and says, all right, you got the license, do what you do. Make sure you do a good job, right? Yeah, all right, see you later. Mm. Um, that's not how they work. So I don't know how influence they had over the um, the movie itself, but I can imagine that they, I mean, I know that for uh, Sam Raimi, the issue with Raimi was that uh, him and the studio thought, all right, we're going to do this the way we want to. And after a few months, or I don't know, a couple of years, Blizzard was like, uh, guys, we don't really like that script. And we're like, well, it's our movie. And Blizzard was like, no, mm. uh, this is our property. And that's why the, the Raimi uh, deal fell through, right? Yeah, that's so, that was um, the word anyway. I mean, they were never very clear about what all went down with that. But I, oh, it's it's pretty clear. Yeah, yeah. It's clear. And I totally I, mean, I, I agree with all of this. I think that I, I think that it's um it's been obvious in other ways too. Like for a while there, they licensed out a physical TCG game uh, or a CCG game that was based on Warcraft, and then they stopped doing that and made their own game. For a while there, they would they would put out uh clothing um deals for other people to make and toys and other stuff and they would they would let someone else have the license for that and then they would sell those products and then they stopped doing that and brought that all that internally and they do everything themselves now pretty much not all not entirely but there's but a i mean even even on the things when they work with external partners there is a lot of uh, validation and like making sure the quality is up to the standards and all of this so right. in the case of the movie i can absolutely imagine how it was when Duncan Jones says political minefield, I can imagine that it was like, all right, we have to please this pe these people and these people and these think that this is how it should be done and they know the movie industry. And, oh, wait a second, Blizzard is saying we should do it like that because that doesn't work with the... Ah, and so in the end, you get like a... I can see how it could become a too many cooks situation. Sure. Um, and And his voice not being able to be heard as much as he would have wanted. Yeah. Um, now, would, even, he have, would he have had a, a better result if he had just had free reign and done everything the way he wanted? I don't know. Yeah. But I can see how it could have been a complicated project to put together. Right. I mean, I think Blizzard thought they had a, a more of an ace in the hole or a better chance of getting what they wanted out of this because Duncan Jones was a fan and a player and, you know, mm. came to it from that angle. Uh, probably not enough given the, the the craziness of the film industry and all of that. But what I hope this is, is a lot like the C the physical CCG or a lot like other licensing deals that they brought internally or hell, Blizzard North was shut down so they could bring everything closer to Irvine. Uh, they didn't even like that arrangement. And that studio made one of the best games of all time. So maybe what this means is the next time they're going to do it themselves. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. And it can be and they don't need to go. A, a a wholly traditional route they could they could make their own kind of deal with somebody like netflix or hulu or whoever for a, a series for a one-off for a limited whatever and they could go either live action they could go animated but they could control everything even if they wanted to produce it all internally and hire a bunch of new guys and just expand on their animation studio they could do all of that on their own i would be 100 percent cool with all that they that is where i would love for for this experience and this learning experience to go is for them to pick it up and say, yeah, just like the days of old when Morheim said, no, we're doing this ourselves. We're doing this ourselves, you know? Yeah. I mean, even, you know, everyone always says, oh, they should do a full CG animated thing. And yeah, that would be cool. Of course, that would be awesome. Um, 
I don't think they would bring in a full live action movie uh, in studio. I don't think they have. You know, oh, no. They know they don't have the expertise for that. Right. Um, that's that is not something you can do yourself. But no, but they could VO even, and animate that know, thing, man. They could do. Yeah, they there you go. That. Like a CG animated thing. But even the hybrid semi in-game engine that, you know, Terran is using for his and the animation team is using for their that I, I would be interested in seeing what that would be. You know, mm -hmm. a, a full feature movie of that level of quality. They don't even have to go full CG, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. um, but I would know. Oh, my gosh. I'd take an anime. I don't care what we do. But we're, you know, we're also super mega fans, right? Mm -hmm. And these kinds of things would probably speak to people like us. And there are a few dozen millions, but I don't know if that makes the entire, uh, you know, enterprise worth it but mm -hmm. then again it doesn't i mean i, I don't know yeah yeah who knows but i don't know interesting insight from uh from duncan jones on uh how the how the poop gets made <laughs> for lack of a better way of saying it look we all need to see some of us need to see with the help of contacts i you listen i know plenty of you do i wear contacts I wear glasses as well. It's kind of a combo for me, but some people it's contacts all day, all the time, right? Well, this episode of The Instance is brought to you by Simple Contacts. I always find myself dreading the annual appointment to renew my prescription. That's why I was so excited to try Simple Contacts, a great new app that makes the time-consuming prescription renewal process very, well, simple. Simple Contacts lets you renew your prescription and reorder your brand of lenses from anywhere in minutes. Brings that doctor's office straight to you. They have a vision test designed by doctors, and every test is carefully reviewed by a doctor. But you just do it with your camera. Simple Contacts offers an amazing selection with every brand of lenses. And their prices are hard to beat. The eye exam is just 20 bucks, and they offer free shipping. Uh, please note the Simple Contacts vision test isn't a replacement for your periodic full eye health exam. But, uh, man, I love them. I really like them a lot. <clears throat> I have a certain brand that I use, and they're the only kind that are comfortable for me. And there are a bunch of services out there that just plain don't give me those. Or they're more expensive. They're priced right, and they're simple and easy to use. And getting a renewal here is couldn't be easier at simplecontacts.com. To save $30 on your first Simple Contacts order, go to simplecontacts.com slash wow, or enter the promo code wow at checkout. Again... That's simplecontacts.com slash W-O-W, like wow, or enter the promo code wow at checkout. Give it a try and thank me later. You're going to see better and it'll be more convenient. And that's a good thing. Well, that's about it in the world of Warcraft. There's a ton going on, but it's all like server tweaks and... Couple of class I'm, changes and I'm bam, bam. almost uh, exalted with both Argus factions. I oh. one and another one is because I want the I want to be able to play the allied races. I want to yeah. run through the the game in uh, you know with the the new leveling. Mm -hmm. What's it called? Like the scaled know, leveling, scaling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, and, and you're and you're probably and close. I don't, huh? don't want to do it with an old character. I want to do it with a new allied race. So I'm, right, I 100 percent agree. I'm totally with you. And you just, I mean, if if you're like me, there's some you just gotta get a little catch up done. It's totally fine. You'll get there. Mm -hmm. Not worried about you. Almost there. Almost. Almost there. there. Uh, one thing. I mean, Terpster and I talked about this a ton. But who are you leaning toward, allied race wise? Who do you want to? Who do you want to crack? Oh, over? Void Elf. Oh, look at that. All right. You yeah, know, the yeah. problem well, with the Void not, Elves are know, the Void Elves, said, they're basically just the, night. They're they're Blood Elves that are blue, dude. Doesn't that well, bug you a little bit? <laughs> no, okay. they're really cool. And they have this weird internal conflict, but they master their their uh, shadowy side. And that's really cool. And also they look uh, pretty nice. Unlike, again, the Lightforge Draenei, who I, I don't trust because of their face tentacles. Yeah. I'm telling you, there's something shifty about this. No, 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 I know. You dream about these tentacles at night, and uh, mm -hmm. it's not good. Oh, I'm sorry. Testicles is what you dream of at night. I had that wrong. I wrote that down wrong. <laughs> the face testicles? Yeah, yes, face testicles. They're the worst. Never, stay away from those. Okay. Uh, we. <laughs> it's time for us to dive a little into this. Yes, that's right. There's other stuff happening around Blizzard, and we will uh, highlight them for you real quickly here. Um, what is your 
take on that Diablo light switch thing? Because I think that means Diablo's coming to the Switch. I think you probably do too, but do you have any additional insight on what you think they're doing there? So actually, that was my initial reaction. I was like, oh my God, they're teasing Diablo on the Switch. Yeah. And uh, and then I thought about it, and I thought, that's a pretty crappy way of doing that. Like, the image quality is bad. And, and then they uh, got uh, an official... Uh, response to Polygon and they're saying we can assure you we're, we're not that clever um, it was meant to be a fun community engagement piece we have nothing to announce and those kinds if it was a tease they would not have answered anything okay um, uh, and and also it doesn't make sense with the quality and so I think it actually isn't it was just a way for uh, the the Diablo Twitter account to say good night and that was it. they have to be more careful though you know what I mean? Like, you you make a you you say you say the word. Didn't they say the words like switching off for the night or something like that? Like it was some kind of weird language, or maybe maybe I'm know. reading too much into it. But you you had po- yes, the first I tweet I well. saw was yours. It was the Blizzard Entertainment account too. So oh yeah, that's right. It wasn't even the Diablo one. But but mm. they have to be careful with that stuff. And I guess if they've said something, fine. But I'm not. I mean, I I hold out hope. That's perfectly suited for that device. It runs great as a console game. I, I really enjoyed my time on the PS4 Diablo 3. I'd play the hell out of that on the Switch. Oh, my gosh. I'd never leave my bed. It'd be amazing. I agree. I yeah. agree. Um, they said sweet dreams, not switching off. Oh, that's what it was. So, All right. um, I mean, <laughs> yes. I, I, I think they have to be thinking. We've been talking about this for a while. We are pretty sure, all of us at the instance, that they're thinking about doing something on the Switch. There was a rumor at some point that uh, Hearthstone was going to be uh, coming out on the console. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. It's still possible. I could see that. It's still possible. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. They have to be looking at the Switch. I mean, as we said uh, many times, it's some certain people at Blizzard love Nintendo so much that I wouldn't be surprised if they were looking at it. But, yeah, we haven't you know. seen... And now it's getting the numbers... Uh, what is it like? Fourteen million installed base. Oh yeah, there. This is so a bon- it's a bona fide device that system seller thing. Like they could do really well on it. And nobody's nobody's seen hide nor hair of uh, Corey Stockton. We know what his his Nintendo love looks like. So mm-hmm. I say, wherever he's at, something going on there. Some secret little room he's in. Who knows? Uh, well, one thing yeah. I will say: if a game comes out on Switch, it it probably won't be a Switch only game. I think yeah. Blizzard looks at you know the money side of things and they're like we need to put a game out that is either pc or everything you know or at least a few different platforms well but but in particular if they're going to do a i the the exception would be a diablo port because then this is just extending it out to yet another console device right yes so and and it's also a good way to get some a little bit of practice for another like a real game if you want to develop on the switch but again i think the statement to me the way i understand it is well that was actually not what we think it was right 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 well anyway that's coming something eventually but this but this thing is just a light <laughs> they're just dorking around with us uh heroes yeah. of the storm got a rad new skin pack it's the enforcers pack uh the only thing i would say about it is uh that it's gen Greymane, morales and uh johanna uh so three games represented uh, they're all sort of in swat cop gear and it's super over the top and awesome, um, but it's just skin pack. I like the so. video. I like the promo video. Yeah, it's super cool. I'm really into it. And I think Greymane looks incredible with his like, sung his uh, aviators and his mustache. It's just awesome. He turns into a dog, like a canine unit, instead of a werewolf. Just <laughs> really cool. Anyway, there's also speaking of uh, ADR and them messing around with our brains. There's hints of Deckard Kane coming. Uh, the reason we think this Ooh. is we see a uh, image. With a pile of books with candles about them, it's definitely sort of that. Here's a sanctuary place where uh, Deckard Cain's back there somewhere, going, "Yeah, hand me the thesaurus or whatever." It's that kind of place. <laughs> and then behind him, he's got these stained glass windows that are reminiscent of. Um, they basically tell the story of the of the dragon level. I forgot the name of it. Dragon something something. Dragonshire. Anyway, Dragonshire. That's it. Uh, and. It seems pretty obvious to me that this is probably Deckard Kane. Finally, it seems like a character we were always going to get anyway, but just was taking forever. But we'll see. Uh, again, just a tease. And the tease is over for, I'm going to call her Bridget for just a second. Uh, 
she's the latest hero coming to Heroes of the Storm, or sorry, to Overwatch. She's a melee melee frontline support type character. As best, best I can tell, she has no projectile sort of functionality outside of her little pushback thing. Uh, she's Torbjorn's daughter. I totally called this. And let me tell you when oh I called it. Let me tell you when I called it. I called it at BlizzCon when she shows up in that Reinhardt video, the Reinhardt cinematic, and she's talking to him, trying to talk him into whatever, joining up again or whatever. I don't know what the deal was. And I went, oh, she'll be a character. And I'm sure, 100% sure this is going to be her. And then, jump way ahead, they start showing like these little sketches on a table and all this and I went oh it's totally her this is her this is her and it was her I called it Patrick such such insight Scott <laughs> I can't believe that you were so clever as to realize that one character that has major ties to many other characters in the game and that has been featured in comics and videos mm -hmm. uh, ends up being in the game. Yeah. I'm, I'm amazed. Who's his wife, by the way? Do we know who Torbjorn's married to or who, who the who the mother is? Because she must uh, be taller well, than him. She, she has a name um, and we see like a, a drawing of her in the origin story yeah. uh, of uh, Brig Brigitte, which is the way you pronounce it. Okay, say that again so that everyone can hear that. Brig Brigitta. Brigitta. It's, it's because she's Swedish, and that is, I mean, I'm sure the Swedes listening to this are going to go like, oh, my God, Patrick, stop making a fool of yourself. But that's more, <laughs> more or less how you pronounce it. Wouldn't you it. say um, Brigitte or something like that? Because That would be the French pronunciation. Oh, Brigitte. oh yeah, that is French sounding. Okay. So Brigitta. Brigitta. Yeah. I order um, that. Every time I go to Olive Garden, I always get the fresh Brigitta. Mm, it's so good. <laughs> I, I would love for her to be... Birgitta, which is the more Swedish uh, variation, but no, it's yeah. Brigitte. Put a little extra Borka Borka in there. Uh, mm -hmm. Anyway. But so, yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. And uh, and so the character, really cool. I I really like her. Uh, I've managed to play her a few times on PTR. Mm -hmm. uh, not super easy because either you go to the uh, No Limits mode and everyone's playing her, uh, except a couple of dorks that are playing her direct counters just to ruin everyone's day. Mm -hmm. um, or you go to the regular uh, uh, gameplay thing and that you have one chance out of a million to be quick enough to get her. But did manage to play her a few times. And... Um, She's really cool. She has, a, 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 you know, the, her kit is really nice. She's not super complicated to play, but not super easy either. She heals everyone around her. And she's, as you said, a melee healer. So she really impacts the, um, the meta in a way that uh, she counters a lot of the dive comps. Uh, she can one-shot combo Tracer. If she if you manage to do her her combo well enough, mm -hmm. and the character itself, I think she has a, a lot of um, uh, like she looks like a I don't know what that image is. You you put <laughs> I don't either. I couldn't find a good one of her in the cinematic, and for some reason there's a Jeff Kaplan <laughs> frown next to her. But whatever, I don't know. Why. Um, she she looks like a hero and traditional hero type that we don't have so many in in overwatch like many of the heroes are kind of quirky or a little bit weird and she's just like a squire to the to the uh, crusader reinhardt and she looks like she's pretty and she's tough and she's badass and she's full of good sentiment and i really like her um i do too I'm character character wise character wise i'm more i'm more excited about her than i have been for a while because for whatever reason i just find her way more relatable than say Moria was at, uh, uh, at first or you know other characters yeah. she, she seems really cool anyway sorry interrupt uh, I'm sure her first uh, skin is going to be Johanna from Diablo like yeah. the Crusader she, well she has to be she's got a mace she's got a, a big she's shield she's basically already that but uh... <laughs> yeah that's true uh, yeah she looks great I'm very excited to, to give her a shot I've not cracked the PTR to even try it but uh, my kids have and they all rave about her so Oh, she's really cool. Big she's Overwatch so cool. house here. Let's go play house. her now. Yeah, let's go play her now. Uh, what else? So uh, let me ask you this: Is her healing kind of or like an aura? Then she just like farting it off the whole time she's up there. So the, no, the way she does it is that uh, she heals. She has a little health pack yeah. that uh, she can throw at someone like a, a, a Zenyatta orb, and that heals a certain amount. But it also overheals into armor. 
so she gives armor for like four or five seconds if she does that and the cooldown on this is like four five seconds as well oh um all right. but the real the main healing is when she hits someone with her uh, melee weapon uh then you get an area of effect uh slow heal over time so you heal someone and she also has a shield but a, a tiny version of Reinhardt's shield, which she can protect people with, and that, that's also damage mitigation. But so when she hits someone with her little flail, which is actually quite, <laughs> has a wide range, yeah. um, you will start healing over time over five seconds, like 80 or, yeah, about 80 uh, points of health. And and so you can hit once, stop hitting, hit, hit once, stop hitting, and it will refresh the heal all the time. Mm. So you really have to be in the middle of the... Uh, it's it creates kind of death bowl compositions, which are very different from what we've seen now. Sure. Um, yeah. So she's very cool. Very interested. I'm gonna call her Baguette. Ooh, okay. And she and oh. she boops uh, everyone like she has a shield bash. Yeah. She boops people with, and she'll her her little like uh, uh, extended hook type thing with her flail also boops people. So if you manage to do things correctly, you can boop people people left and right off the map all the time. It's really cool. Yeah. Just interesting to have a pure melee character now. She has no projectiles where all the other melee focused characters, Reinhardt, Doomfist, all those guys, they have some kind of projectile. She has none. Not really anyway. Yeah, not, not really. I mean her, her heel thing her, is but you can say her her uh, flail, like the hook flay shot. Yeah. Um sort of considered yeah. uh, it's just short. It's that it. short range. It's hard to call it much else. But well, anyway, it's like it's like a Roadhog's hook, basically. Yeah, Roadhog's hook. That's what they call him in high school. Hey, look at this. Hearthstone went. Uh, it's doing all kinds of wild stuff. Some sort of wild event. I haven't touched it, so I have nothing to say about it. Any interest to you on the on that whole bit? Well, I haven't played Hearthstone Hearthstone for a while. Um, but the coolest thing is the revamp of the. Um, of the ranked mode, mm. which had some issues over the week, but now they've been fixed. Um, and the the way it works now is that you only lose five levels, five oh, ranks right, right. after the end of the season, instead of a great number of, of uh, ranks. Which, but everyone loses the same amount, which means there isn't a stacking of the entire population within ten levels. And so everyone is fighting like you'll you'll have some rank twenty people fighting some rank five people for the first 15 days of the season um so that is actually a really positive change to the way the ranked mode is working and then everyone else uh, every rank only has five stars and that means that you don't turn the entire thing into a, an ex, a exponentially difficult grind because when you get to rank you know five to one you have you have to win like i don't know how many stars it was but like eight or nine yeah um to, to rank up so i think everyone's been pretty positive with this they're also teasing the next expansions in the upcoming year which is the year of the mammoth i believe year of the um, mm, wait is it i think it's mammoth because i just thought i just bought their mammoth deal but I thought, oh okay so it's another one it's okay the else. year of if if joss had her say it would be the year of the unicorn but i know it isn't uh and she's very upset she's never gonna get so. that it's never happening they will never. Oh, do the Raven! Unicorn. It's the Raven. Oh, Sorry. okay. Thank you. The Raven Lord. Um, They're getting the Raven Lord from Heroes of the Storm. Basically. Well, probably not. And the other thing, the other and, and uh, Unicorn is part of the uh, astrology thing of, of Hearthstone, so it will come at some point. Yeah. Um, well. And that's why Joss is very upset that it's not yet. But you know, it's not going to. Um, I don't even think they're going to skip it somehow. They'll come up with an excuse. Unicorns are dumb. There, I said mm -hmm. it. I is said it, Garrett. It. Is it Garrett I don't watching? Know. I don't know. Is Garrett watching? Yeah. Oh, there's an A move in there today. Who who we got? Probably yeah. Garrett. He was. Uh, uh, and the other know. thing, the other cool thing is that they're working on a tournament mode finally, which will go in beta uh, sometime during this year, and it will be released towards the well at some point in the year. It will be available, and and tournament organizers can finally organize in-game tournaments with like it will take care of the matchmaking, the results, the all of that. So. Things happening in Hearthstone, as always. All right, mm -hmm. well, that's the end of that, then. How about we dive into one of these? Hey, Garrett. Oh, I miss that? you. That is, that is Garrett. Ooh, I forgot to say. Oh, I what, forgot. What, what? Wait, what? Scott. Go ahead. We forgot the most important piece of news of the entire Blizzard world. Oh, my gosh. Have, did we? Hold on. We should do something serious for this. Hold on. Let's do uh, this. Okay. Hold on. I got a little. Uh, here, let's go. Okay. Patrick's about to announce what it is. Scott. Yeah. 
You know how I've been playing ranked Overwatch for a long time? Yes. And I was stuck in gold and couldn't reach platinum? Yes. Well, I did. Oh I my gosh, you reached season. platinum, you guys. Hold on, uh, level him up. Wait, Woo-hoo! I don't have a good Thank know, you, wait. thank you. Listen. Well done. Good job. You, you joke, you make fun, but I have been fighting for this for what feels like my entire adult life. Uh, I neglected my child. I let my marriage go sour. Yeah. I have, and, and but finally, finally, I managed to reach platinum, and I cannot tell you how happy that made me. Mm. Um, it was basically like my wedding day all over again. It wow, was fantastic. that's really and something. People, Don't tell Sonia that, but yeah, people who have been listening to Overwatchers for the run of that show will know how much it means to me. Uh, and sure, it was the end of the season. The players were really bad. Uh, it was in on the EU servers, and the match I got to platinum with was was the worst thing I have ever seen in Overwatch. Like it was horrible gameplay but still i don't care i'm taking that win i am now a platinum player and uh and yeah there you go well done i'm very happy platinum finally everybody celebrate with patrick with the rest of us by listening to this cool song hold on check it out here you go uh it's gonna build up this is victory for patrick everybody put your hands together drop the beat <laughs> Thank you. I, I really appreciate that you would uh, do that for me, Scott, and whoever composed that music in my honor. Uh, music. That's what we'll call and it. And I know it means something. <clears throat> you don't understand, but Garrett in the chat room knows how I feel, and uh, he's sending me bro hearts, and I appreciate oh, it. Oh, that's, that's sweet. Yeah, chat room says we should be using the Dear Martha music for this, and he's probably right. We probably should be because it's more of a more of a melancholy kind of thing. Not melancholy, but you know, I'm tearing up over here about your exciting new venture about you finally hitting platinum. Well done, yeah. Patrick. Well and, and done. And Garrett is being is actually being snarky, so I don't like him anymore. Whatever. <laughs> I take everything nice <laughs> I ever said back. Uh, so exactly. take that. All right. Oh, look at this. Hear ye, hear ye. Why? It's the town crier. <laughs> All right, time for the town crier. This is where we get your emails, read them, and respond to them. They come to us at theinstance@gmail.com, and this one comes from Brodus. Brodus, or is it Brodus? I'm not sure. B R O A D, which is broad. D U S. So Brodus, I guess. Anyway, he's a <clears throat> large person. He's a very large man. He says, "Dear instance crew, well, he may not be a dude. I don't know actually." I want to assume says I just was pondering the advent of a classic server. What do you think this means for those items you can no longer get? <clears throat> if it falls under the Battle.net account, any mounts you should find or sorry, you you find should be added to your current day's tunes as well, right? Uh, he says I miss the AQ click, <clears throat> excuse me, and the crystal pep because I was at work. <clears throat> if and I know this is well, a that's huge... your first mistake. Yeah, that's true. Uh, it says if and this is a huge if. Uh, AQ is open again in the classic server. Does this give some of us the opportunity to pick up on some of those old items, including the Nax armor set that was retired? Things to think about. Which way do you think Blizz would go? Uh, keep up the fantastic work, Broadus. Well, thank you for thinking we're doing something fantastic. First of all, second of all, um, it's a great question. I don't think. I think the classic server stuff stays there. Whatever you find there and get there, and there'll be things to earn and have, but I don't think they come out of there. I don't think you're going to suddenly log into your regular tune and have your AQ pet show up in your in your inventory. That's just a just my thinking. And remember, these pets that you used to get and mounts, they used to be in your inventory. Okay, so like in your bag <laughs> was a horse, and you would click that bag, that slot where the horse was, and you would now hop on a horse. And if you wanted to have more than five or six mounts, yeah, it's annoying. Uh, So so I'm saying what you're going to get with that classic server in theory, and we don't know any details yet, so this is all theory, but if it's truly classic, you're going to have a bag where you'll have room for a couple of mounts and a couple of pets, not some big catalog to just click and mount, you know, choose from if they're indeed going back to those same old tropes and stuff. So... I wouldn't get too excited about any of that stuff moving out of that space. It's going to be there and there only. And maybe and maybe because they've retired some of that stuff, maybe that's the only place you can get it. 
And in that way, it's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Not that it will drive me to do much over there because I don't really care enough to play classic servers, I don't think yet. But for some people, that's going to be the way they collect everything is they go back and get it there if they didn't get it the first time. What do you think, Patrick? What do you think? Um, well, first of all, I think you should call the episode uh, a horse in the bag or click the horse in your bag or something like that. Um, <laughs> all right. Second of all, no, I agree. It's going to be separate. It's yeah. not. I, I don't think I think the, the accounts are going to be entirely or the servers or it's not going to translate. Right. Um, so, yeah, it's, I don't think so. Don't you, I mean, I just can't imagine them saying anything you were in there will care like why why no and and uh, actually b switch in the chat room is saying uh, another reason would be that if you could get those then it would kind of feel like you're forcing people on live servers to go there to get those mounts and pets mm. uh, because that's the way people always think and and they don't want to do that either so right yeah I, the the, the yeah. closest they would do to that would maybe be Hey, if you log into the classic server, you're gonna get this mount in the live game, you know. But you just need to log in, and it's gonna be like a different color mount from that thing. That's possible, but not in the way he uh, brought us is describing it. Right. Also, just like the announcement, J. Allen Brack's announcement of the classic servers on on stage at BlizzCon is the definition of no details. Like literally yeah, exactly. got up and said classic servers anyways and then moved on like <laughs> it's just like there we don't know anything so i i don't even know if people are going to get the classic they think they're going to get i i i you know who knows at this point so we'll mm-hmm. wait and see uh one would think that maybe probably not until that maybe this follow this coming blizzcon that might be a place where they would say finally and say well you know here's kind of what you can expect i don't know i think they have to say something yeah. um if they don't, then people are going to go, you know, go back to being snarky like Garrett again. Yeah, so. Garrett snark is, oh, man, that won't come out of your clothes. You'll smell that all week. He was just being snarky before about me finally reaching platinum. Yeah. And he was like, oh, I, I did that without trading at all because I'm <laughs> awesome and you suck. <laughs> what? He's not even playing that game right now, is he? He's even playing Overwatch? No. He, and, and don't say that. He's going to go like, well, yeah, I got platinum without even liking or playing the game. <laughs> Uh, he, and then uh, you wonder why I stopped doing all the shows with him. Yeah, he, get, he guest hosted on uh, TMS this week. Did a fine job. Did a real good job. We te- I, I, I quizzed him on on uh, uh, <laughs> what's the damn game he plays all the time? Uh, here, uh, Hearthstone. The Storm, Hearthstone. Hearthstone, and he uh, passed uh, glowingly. Did really well. So good job. That's all. That's the only nice thing I'll say today about Garrett Weinzer. Well, I would say many nice nice things about. Garrett. Yeah, he's a good guy. But we um, don't have enough time for that. No. Click the horse in your bag, Garrett. Uh, that's going <laughs> to do it for the show. Thanks, everybody. I guess Terpster is snowed in. He is not making it. Well, not even snowed in. He can't. Even, I think he can't get the right transportation where he needs to go or something. Something bad's going on. Uh, he'll be okay. But uh, he's a resourceful young man. He'll, he'll, he'll become the leader. Like if, Here's what would happen. If a room full of people were... If the world went zombie... And a world and a room full of people barred themselves in. We're like, all right, we need to plan on what we're going to do here. How are we going to survive? Terpster would be a good. I think he'd be a good addition to the team. He would step right up and go, "All right, <laughs> yeah." You know, he'd do his thing. <laughs> You're right. That that does sound like a fantastic addition to a zombie apocalypse surviving squad. I, I I don't know. I would I had my doubts initially when you started saying yeah, things like but that. I really but, convinced yeah. you at the end there. I see yeah, how yeah. it's gone. All right, before we go, Patrick, tell 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 people where people can find more Patrick. Because uh, I guess you I mean you're back in the full swing here, so there's plenty of content. Where can they go? Well, I mean yes and no. I'm kind of you know I I'm tired all the time. <laughs> um, just follow me on Twitter. I'm not Patrick on Twitter, and you'll find out everything I do because I tweet it, and that's how it works. Yeah. Oh, my God, he's crying again. Okay. I don't I hear him. This is good. This is great. Your microphone's awesome. Yeah, great mic. Yeah. <laughs> he's probably just got a little poo or something. You just got to go, you know. Oh, he always has something. Yeah, there's always something down there. Uh, well, anyway, not Patrick on Twitter, everybody. And, yes, uh, not Patrick on Twitter. Yeah, Do and, and Frenchspin.com for all the shows and all the stuff. So go check that out. Uh, oh gosh, for me, oh, uh, the one I wanted to make sure I mentioned this again. I mentioned it last week. If you uh, are not aware that the Frog Pants Network is now running a weekly D&D campaign, 
then you may want to check it out. Uh, Fantasy Heads, people who like that kind of stuff. If you like D&D, then uh, I think you'll like it a lot. It's called There Will Be Dungeons at therewillbedungeons.com. It airs at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern every Saturday, uh, or most Saturdays, I should say. Actually, we've had five in a row, and number six is this weekend. So tune in and check it out. We do it live at frogpants.tv, um, and it's a really good time. Me, John, Kristen, Kyle, and Bo is our DM, rocking it in 5th edition rules D&D campaign and having a great time. It's often funny as well. So do check that out. That's therewillbedungeons.com. Uh, for everything else, check us out. Theinstance.net, frogpants.com. I'm at Scott Johnson on Twitter. Not Patrick on Twitter, of course. The underscore T on Twitter if you're looking for a Terpster. And uh, you can find more great shows like this at frogpants.com. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Patrick, and for the snowed-in weirdo known as Terpster. We'll see you next time. Oh, that Bye. didn't work. We'll see you. Oh, okay. Let me try that again. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.